what's good we back we you know back. they can't see you dancing right <laughs> in my in my mind i feel as if they feel the spirit of my dancing oh, through this. oh okay okay <laughs> but okay. what up y'all we back i know can we back can we back hey i know it's been a long time but let me explain let us explain. Ah, uh, him. You had it right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for, for those who ain't listening, I came on a little late. I apologize. I was a little tardy. Um, I'm reporting live from Florida. Spent mm. a little time with moms. We had a little singing session and got a little crazy. So my apologies. My These guys God. are a little upset with me. So if you hear the angst, <laughs> if you hear the angst through, <laughs> through the mic. <laughs> I, I understand that you a Virgo and like, Beyonce's birthday was yesterday, but it wasn't yours. So, like, don't be Michelle and Kelly and me and me and Steven. Like, don't don't do that. Don't do that. That ain't cute. Time out. I ain't got no squiggly, Steven. You can hear me. I see okay. your squigglies. I don't see mine. I can't see them. I don't have no squigglies on my end, but go ahead. Okay. Beyonce. Yeah, we, we see them. So, as you can understand, we're starting off the new season of <laughs> Changing Phases on the Best Foot. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, if you have me singing, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> on the podcast for the next couple episodes, you know why. But yes. we are here to discuss the summer's almost over. Okay. And the reason why we've been away is everyone's been a little busy. Um okay. Doing good things, but also just life. Life be happening. Life be lifing. Life be life do be lifing. So before we even even go into cer- certain depths of what this summer and last couple months have been, mm-hmm. Nikki, how are you doing? I am good ish. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> good ish. Well. Um, I'm hoping that the ish is just you being mad at me because I can handle that. As long as you good, otherwise <laughs> we, we yeah, can no, work. I'm, I'm good. I'm just like really tired. Um, life just been a little hectic, a little crazy, but like mostly in a good way, if I'm being honest. And in other ways, some not, I won't say not so good ways, but just like some eh ways and then just like growing pains also of just yeah. having to deal with some things i hear that and i think i want you to, to keep them thoughts mm-hmm. <laughs> just re- remember that you spoke this early okay. episode but i also want to ask you to lead into that i want to ask you for these past couple months like what what have you been doing mm-hmm. um what has been your main focus what's something I guess in these last couple of months that, you know, sticks out to you, that's memorable yeah. that you did and kind of just talk through that so that we kind of, you know, we get caught up. Like you do your YouTube videos and you talk about welcome to my room, welcome mm-hmm. to my crib. We want to <laughs> be welcome into the crib of your life. <laughs> yes. Well, welcome back to my channel. My name is Nikki, also known as Pretty Nikki. No. Uh, so, okay. Life in the past few months. Well, okay. Still single. That's there. Uh, but we'll, we'll open up that book later. Mm. Um, I have been working on some like different partnerships and stuff. I actually have some really big news. I haven't even told y'all about it, but it's some really big news 
coming up really, really quick. And as soon as I can share it, I'm definitely going to share it. Cause it's like huge for me anyway, like influencer wise is major, major, major key alert. Uh, so that's, there's, there's that. Um, but I've just been grinding, trying to get to what's next, but at the same time, enjoying the journey. Um, so I, I will, I can honestly say I have been blessed to make the most money partnership wise that I have since I started. So I'm really Ooh, excited. Hold on, to... hold on. <laughs> quick, I don't want this to come through loud, Steven. So I'm going to just do a little quick. And that's my, that's my clap. That's my. Thank you. Thank you. For, you, I, I think y'all really going to be excited when I tell y'all what the big news is and I, not to be like an influencer. Say. Like not not an influencer way. Like I got something really big of it. Like, but no, it's it's for real. I, I promise you, I wouldn't I wouldn't hype it if it wasn't hype worthy. Um, okay. But other than that, I finally got health insurance. Yeah, so shout out to insurance. <laughs> shout out to insurance. And um, I'm gonna be honest. So uh, the conversation. This is gonna be kind of a a, a lengthy portion. So if you don't want to hear me talk, fast forward. But I want to I wanna go ahead and, like, kind of get into everything. Aaron knows most of it, but um, so long story short, I was – well, long story that's going to be long. I was having a conversation with my hairstylist. Shout out to Nigel and Fran. He's my friend also. Mm-hmm. And I was basically telling him how, like, over this summer I turned 37 and how it's like, one, I don't feel that, but I realize, like, a lot of life has already – pass by and there's things that I haven't put thought into that I if I do want it to be a part of my life then maybe I should which is you know if I want children someday I'm at the age now where you have to like literally plan for it you know what I'm saying like and and not saying like I'm, I'm not doubting God and what his abilities are and things like that but just having conversations with some of my other friends that are like engaged and married and things and hearing about their um, journey to become parents, it just kind of sparked something in my mind. Like, yo, you, you haven't looked into this at all. And probably because I'm single, but you know, I can't let that be the reason why I don't get something that I want anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So anyway, I was having that conversation with Nigel and I was just telling him like, I really need to like look into my health more and things like that. And I've tried to get insurance in the past. It didn't work out. And he told me about an insurance uh, company to go through for entrepreneurs and the rate was affordable and things like that. So like I got health insurance, like activated on August 1st and August 4th, I was having my first appointment. Like I was so thirsty for it. Like I, I haven't been to the doctor in years. Cause even when I had insurance, when I worked at the Sixers, who had time to go to the doctor? I, mm. I did not. And, and if you did, who could afford a, a, a copay? I could not. So I just, you know what I'm saying, was leaning on be healthy as you can, as best you can. But uh, long story short, went to the doctor. Of course, he told me to lose some weight, which I'm like, duh. But um, they did blood work, and the blood work came out a little abnormal, and it was that I have an underactive thyroid. And crazy thing about it is like I had a lot of things that were going on with me health wise that I was concerned about but I never thought that all of those things would come down to one thing so everything was related to my thyroid um but so dealing I've been dealing with that for like maybe three weeks ish now and like they put me on a hormone um if you don't know anything about an underactive thyroid basically your thyroid doesn't produce enough t3 or t 
four hormone and it impacts pretty much your whole body. So your metabolism, if you're a woman, it impacts your cycle, um, weight gain, uh, your cognitive awareness, um, emotions, depression can be a side effect of it. So a lot of the things that I've been feeling for the past few months here, um, we're all tied to this little thing in my throat that I didn't even know <laughs> was a thing, but, um, so I'm on the T, I think the T4 medication is called levothyroxine. And I've actually, now I have to take half of the pill because the whole pill was too much. It's, it's a lot to process. I say all mm-hmm. that to say, it's been a lot to process. Nobody wants to hear that there's anything, air quotes, wrong with their body. Um, but it did put things into perspective yet again of just like how, and it's it's not like age or anything took a like took part in this it's it's hereditary my dad has this issue my sister has this issue but it was just one of those things where I'm like I was going to the doctor just to and I haven't even gone down that road yet of like planning if I want kids and freezing eggs and all that jazz yet I didn't even get that far yet so just the fact that like I was going for something completely different but I found something that was just like necessary to unlock I guess right now in this season of my life but just processing through that has been very interesting and and changing my lifestyle of my food like I've given up everything fun to eat so Mm. no more caffeine no more red meat no more dairy uh no more gluten you name it I don't eat it no more so um yeah that that's (laughs) that's my life in a nutshell how about you (laughs) No, nah, that's a lot. Um, it's so much. No, nah, I don't even. Uh, I I know it's a lot for you, and I know um, it's not easy to have to process it. And I know at least I, I don't know if you dove into it per se, but initially yeah. when you were taking the stuff and it was the wrong dosage, and then obviously you had to cut it down and find yeah. what worked best. Even that is is scary because like you trust the doctor to be like. <laughs> informed yeah. and to be like, yeah, I'm I'm recommending this because I know it's gonna work. And then when it doesn't, you're like, uh <laughs> Yeah. This is what and I got it, insurance for. <laughs> right, right. And it was just crazy because at first, like, so one of the side effects of having a low or a, a low functioning thyroid is like you feel tired all the time. But I equated feeling tired to how much work I was doing. I didn't know that there was a whole nother factor to it. And so with the the hormone stuff that they put me on when they when it was too much, it gave me way too much energy. So I was feeling like real like crackish. Like I don't know how to explain it, but like I just was like shaky and nervous feeling, but I wasn't nervous or like I couldn't sleep. Basically like the the feeling that you get in your stomach when you're nervous, I had that in my legs all day long. Mm. And it just made me feel real nervous. Then my heart started palpitating. And that's when I got concerned because like I put my Apple watch on and my heart was going from like a hundred beats a minute or whatever it tracks up to. I don't know what it is, but it was going from like a hundred down to 69, 69 to 84, 84 to 59. And I'm like all in like a minute. And it just had me feeling crazy. And that's when, you know, you got to listen to your body. And I called the doctor and they was like, yeah, that just means that you're getting too much, like cut the pill in half and the half has been working. I only had like side effects like one other day but i think my body just had to adjust to the half versus the whole right but again it's just a it's a lot like mm-hmm. it's a lot and and for me personally i think the issue that i had with it was just how much i was gonna have to change about my life 
when my life was already busy. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, let me make room on this plate for yet something else. Because as a, you know, soldier of one entrepreneur and a single person, every everything that gets done is because you do it. And now it's like, I used to eat, you know, I could go to a restaurant real quick and grab something because I've been filming or shooting all day. Now I have to cook or mm. go to certain restaurants that cost a lot of money because, you know, I guess veganism comes with a uh, <laughs> different tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> it does. A hundred percent does. It does. Because <laughs> I've seen what, what a cheap vegan stuff. <laughs> At Trader Joe's, I'll be like, dang, I could get, you know, this this regular beef or chicken or whatever yeah. price. But then they got they got some veggies and they got some some kale and some other stuff that I'm like, dang, this costs a little little more than I anticipated. I see. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I don't need the organic stuff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me the reg stuff. Right. <laughs> give me the reggie. Give me <laughs> give me the reggie spinach. Yeah. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> um, but I guess on my end, uh, it's it's been interesting um, from from a lot of different standpoints. Uh, I could say, you know, since we're talking about health, definitely not where I should be. But okay. uh, I made a conscious effort to get back to at least running. So. Um, I've been in Florida for the past two weeks now, just about, and I've, you know, just like, hey, if I'm out here, I have the time, the weather, there should be Mm -hmm. no excuse, even though it's like really hot during the day, in the morning and at night are like my windows to actually run. So I've been, been running a little bit. It's been a struggle. (laughs) Um, The one thing uh, that I will say in Florida is different. It's weird because, you know, Florida is like crazy with like COVID and (laughs) um, people have been outside since, you know, last year. Like it ain't even exist. Right. But when you run, everybody's like that Southern kind of like I know Florida is not considered necessarily Southern per se, but, you know, they do have a, a Southern hospitality to them. So like anytime you run by somebody, they say hi. Mm-hmm. but meanwhile i'm dying and <laughs> i can't really speak <laughs> so i'm giving people head nods like we in new york and i don't think people are really receptive to that so i had to you know give a, a nice little political uh wave as i run <laughs> but i could barely lift my arms um so that's something to get adjusted to so i try to run as early as possible so i don't see as many people uh <laughs> okay <laughs> that's fair because <laughs> I was waving a lot. I was saying hello. People were saying good morning to me. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to be rude, but I can't breathe. <laughs> um, but outside of that, <laughs> um, but outside of that, I just, um, I don't know. I want to sound like I, I've had enlightened moments all the time or something like that. But I just feel like mm-hmm. certain things have been put in perspective for me. I think I had somewhat of an epiphany my last birthday. And I feel like this summer has kind of opened my eyes to a lot of different things. Um, just from a... Like, like what? Uh, <laughs> from a... See, I don't even like talking about it. But <laughs> uh, from a, a family standpoint, from a, a life standpoint, mm-hmm. um, it's just had me reevaluate a lot of things about what I'm doing and what I want to do and what I want to accomplish. And 
the first thing I would say that I've been thinking about a lot is just from a family perspective. Um, for those who don't know, um, I lost my uncle and my aunt probably within a couple months of each other. So between that and just kind of realizing you know, your parents and your family, a lot of them are older, but you don't really think about them passing because mm-hmm. I've been calling my, my uncles, you know, joking around, of course, like old for as long as I can remember. Like, oh, you old fart. <laughs> like little, <laughs> little, <laughs> little jokes like that. But, you know, only obviously in, in jest. But mm-hmm. um, saying that and then how quickly things can turn where with my, my uncle, it was you know, he was kind of progressively getting, you know, sick. And it was kind mm-hmm. of like, you, you kind of saw where things were going as opposed to like with my aunt, she was taking care of my uncle mm-hmm. and she was, you know, obviously I don't didn't notice anything different um, until my last visit where she was like, ah, oh, she wasn't really eating and she couldn't eat certain foods because she would like, it would make her upset. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe she's just going through the grieving process. Like, I don't know what that means, but in my mind, that's, you know, that's what I first thought it was. And when I left, everything just started progressing further and further away. And they found out she had cancer. And then it was like, boom, boom, boom. And then at one point, my uncle was like, she's getting better. Well, my other uncle said, like, she's getting better. And then my my mom called me a couple days later, like, no, she made, took a turn for the worst. I'm like, what the frick is yeah. going on? Um, so I say all that to say, uh, I like thought about my mom and she's older too. And because of our job and when we all, you know, at one point we're all working together, you know how it is mm-hmm. with, you know, the schedule of the, the games and um, it's different on the devil side um, because, we, we work, we have games throughout like the holidays, as opposed mm-hmm. to with the Sixers, you have off during Christmas because of the um, Disney on ice and stuff like that. Yeah. So a lot of times I was working through the holidays and I was like, well, if I had to work, you know, it doesn't make sense for me to go down to Florida for three days or whatever the case may be. So yeah. a lot of times I didn't go home and I didn't see yeah. family for, you know, maybe once a year, you know, if that. Yeah. So for me, it just made more of a priority to see family, to spend time. And it kind of, you know, sucks that it took me this long to realize it and to kind of like make an effort to it. But I felt like at the time when I first started working that I couldn't. So Mm -hmm. um, me being more comfortable and realizing like this job ain't going to kill me (laughs) And, and there's more important things than me answering the email. Um, I've kind of given a different outlook on (laughs) how I experience my life from a family perspective, from just a personal mental health perspective. Mm -hmm. And all those things have kind of had me consider, you know, my mom is alone down here. So it's kind of made me think about, you know, the next couple of years, (laughs) what's that going to look like? You know, is, is New Jersey the end all be all? Um, well, so I think we all know. No, I'm playing. My bad. That was a very, very long winded, but that, that's just kind of been, that's been, been on my mind. So mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people, um, you know, this, 
the expectation of this summer was supposed to be like back to normalcy, right? It's supposed to be, you know, we're going to be back. that looks like. <laughs> right. Is you know, oh, everybody's getting the vaccine. Oh, COVID's about to be over. Yeah. Concerts are coming back. Games are coming back. You know, Delta things said, are... <laughs> Delta said, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got Mew 5 Mew on the way. <laughs> Right, the whole line. I'm telling you, like, goodness, they got one of HBCU lines. Like, what? Why so many of y'all? Like, we we were supposed to be done. Did you pledge? Right. Are, are you good? There's 152 variants. Like, wait a minute. Where'd you pledge at? <laughs> um, but yeah, now they're in 39 countries, and it's like, oh, okay, they real. Goodness gracious. Um, um I was gonna ask you about um. So with this new like epiphany that you have had as far as like, I guess you could call it like a work life balance. Um, what does setting that boundary with work, what does that look like for you that, I mean, cause I, I know the grind and I know the, mm-hmm. the unrealistic expectancy. That's the best way I can put it because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially now that I'm not in that anymore. So since you still are, what does that boundary look like for you? And like, how do you think you're going to go about doing that? Or have you already implemented some of uh, placing that boundary? Um, yeah, uh, it, it'll be interesting. I would say I've, it's kind of half and half. So mm-hmm. for me and, you know, I've, I've kind of drawn the line between really working nine to five and not trying to go over that. Um, the only way I would go over that is if personally I started work late. So if I started, you know, nine 30, then I'm like, okay, I have to work till uh, five 30 or something like that. But, but really setting my bounds where it's like, you know, granted, I would say like my, my team, my department, they're fairly flexible when it comes to things. So it's not like, you know, there's a certain pressure to be on past a certain hour or anything like that. But I know if I'm starting a, a project at like four or something, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do as much as I can and I'm just going to wake up and at nine o'clock, I'm just going to get back at it. Um, yeah. And obviously there's been some times where, of course, there's been certain deadlines and things um, that I've kind of gone outside those bounds. But the, the real challenge is going to be when I leave Florida, because right now, um, Kathy makes dinner at a certain time <laughs> and uh it's his mom y'all by the way that's his mom <laughs> if uh she knows that five o'clock is the time so dinner's on the on the table <laughs> mm-hmm. so if i'm not there she's knocking on my door and she's wondering what's going on and all that so because of that and most of the day you know i'm working here and there i try mm-hmm. to pop in or have lunch with her or do stuff with her but if not, you know, she's kind of just, just hanging out. So I know I want to spend more time with her. So I'm like, yeah. hey, at five, we're going to do whatever you want to do. We'll go for a walk around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll watch Never Have I Ever. Um, <laughs> I love the show. We watched Baggage Claim today. <laughs> That's my movie. <laughs> um, I'm so- going to kick it with Kathy. Shoot. She got all that stuff. Kathy has watched all these shows. She's watching Good Witch now. I don't know if y'all watched that, but I haven't watched that yet. 
Yeah, she's like five seasons in. I'm like, do you even like the show? She's like, oh, it's cute. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> but now I know where I get it from because I'll be watching the cute romantic comedies that. <laughs> you, you earned it. You earned it, honestly. <laughs> so I'm like, Sarah will hit me up like, it's rom com time. Like, he loves the most corny, like, it's the funniest. He loves chick flicks. I think that is so daggone funny and cute because he'll, I know. If I need a good girlfriend to talk about a rom-com with, I'm just going to hit, hit up Aaron because I know he didn't seen it. I know for a fact he's seen it and maybe more, watched it twice. More than likely. The the worse the movie is, the higher chances that I've seen it. <laughs> like, I don't watch high-quality rom-coms. I watch the ones that either straight to Netflix, straight to DVD. The, the shot. Well, you know, Lifetime is good for a straight to... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um I watched the Ashanti Christmas movie. I bet y'all didn't know Ashanti had a Christmas movie. I did because you know why? You and my parents would get along great because they watch all the same stuff that you watch. Most of the time when I've seen something, it's because I watched it with them. Okay. <laughs> just saying. I'm gonna go kick it with Kathy. You go kick it with Carolyn Chuck, and we're just gonna swap this out because because yeah. All yeah. them Aaron movies and shows, they be on it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, <laughs> but, uh, oh, wait, you were asking me. Um, oh, yeah, so back to just work. So I'm trying to draw a line between what time I work and all that stuff. So even on the weekend, I try to be in the moment, be present mm-hmm. in the moment as much as possible. Um, so it's going to be interesting when I get back home. But that that's honestly the only thing that's really changed. I just, you know... I'm trying to take more time to just travel and do mm-hmm. things and be around people. So um, that was kind of just my goal. Okay. Kinda like, okay, this is your work day. This is the time you're working. Mm-hmm. Or do you have to work on the weekend? No, this is what you're doing on the weekend. Boom. That's it. Okay. Have you um, picked up any new hobbies at all? I know you, you like to try random things. <laughs> <laughs> I know you. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, I haven't picked up too many new habits, but uh, or hobbies, I should say. Uh, the one thing I will say, though, uh, my mom loves doing crossword puzzles. Okay. So I made it a habit because, in some ways, I'm like, you know, I don't read and. Mm-hmm. do things to stimulate my memory i'm doing a lot of work that's like repetitive yeah <laughs> so i'm like let me challenge myself let me see if i can still speak the english language um <laughs> so my mom she always does a crossword in the morning and there's like a word jumbo i don't know if you know it's like four words and then some of the letters are circled and then the letters that are circled form the answer to the riddle that's at the bottom so that's that's my jam is the riddle because it's always something like real corny or like a dad joke. Um, okay. So I usually do those, but then I do the <laughs> I do the crossword with my mom, but I don't know how to spell anything. So I usually just ask her how how do you spell this word? <laughs> well, it sounds like she helps you, not you help. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, so because we've been doing it for two weeks now the crossword repeats a lot of the like clues and stuff that they give. So then I'm starting to catch on. So I'm like, Oh, they said that in the last one (laughs) or whatever. So I'll do like a decent amount and she'll do some, but 
she knows like all the weird like older words that people don't use anymore and (laughs) things like that or the random like older actors or actresses or singers that i don't really know i'm just like okay okay and then she'll give me a brief history lesson and then i'm like okay now i know that (laughs) (laughs) now i know um so i i've picked up a couple new hobbies um one of which i think steven would be proud of is that i started um reading books Ooh! But, but let me just say, it's not in your traditional sense because who has time to sit down and actually like put eyes to a paper? Not what's I. The, the, what's they called? I so I have audio books from Audible. Ah, that's what it is. <laughs> and um, so I've downloaded two so far, and I I actually like paid for the subscription because I want to stick with this because it's been really really fun. It's something different. Uh, my first book was Yvonne Orgy's Bamboozled by Jesus. And that I highly recommend that for anybody, even if you're not a Christian, like if you just need some motivation, some inspiration, like her testimony alone is enough to have you be like, God is real. Uh, mm-hmm. But also just, um, just her story. It's just like, it's, it's very relatable of, if, of like people, if you're trying to strive and achieve something, like to hear somebody's trials and tribulations of it was really, really dope. Right now I'm listening to um, Relationship Goals by Pastor Todd, Michael Todd. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. The book itself is cool, but what I, okay. Let me, let me just say, I like Yvonne's audiobook better because she actually like, it's the person reading it. So oh, see, that was what, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. That was what I was going to ask you. For yeah. audiobooks, is it always the person that wrote the book saying no, it? No, no. Okay. It's actually, apparently I've heard it's pretty rare that the person who writes it recites it. But I felt like, I felt like Yvonne was in my ear, like, because I would put my uh, AirPods in. So it was almost like I was on the phone with my friend. So I felt like her presence, I felt the energy of her words as she read it. With this, it's a whole nother guy reading a book. Um, and so when I know Pastor Todd's story and he's like, and my wife, Natalie, and it's like, but that's not your wife. That's Pastor Todd's wife. But <laughs> I think it kind of took away from it a little bit. Um, also, I feel like some of the principles are things that I already know um, and don't necessarily need a refresher on, but I'm not like, I'm not done with it either. So I'm not going to like say it's it's like bad. Or it's not bad. Um, but I will say if you're somebody who needs to work on some things for themselves or you're not self-aware, I'll put you that way. If you're not self-aware, it's a good book to, you know, kind of get you on the right track. Um, so yeah, I'm looking for a new title. So if anybody has any suggestions, let me know. Uh, cause I, that, uh, so Bamboos by Jesus was like my August book, um, Obviously, relationship goals is my September book, and then I, I, I'm gonna need an October book, so yeah. I'm open for that. Um, but I just wanted to do something a little different than what I normally do. I okay, so something else has been going on with me is that I am very um, bored with where I am. I like I like change, mm-hmm. and I know we've discussed this before. You are not the biggest fan of change because you you know it's unexpected and you don't know what to get from it and all that stuff. But I don't know why I use that voice for it. But um, yeah, is that my voice? <laughs> <laughs> like 
you know, but we've discussed, you've gotten a lot better though, honestly, like from, from our, our Chipotle chat days, fireside chat days when you were afraid to take any risks. Um, but yeah, Oh, turn the light on. But, um, so I, because I need change and I feel like everything, a part of my day has been so the same, I'm starting to get that itch for something different. Like I, I just need some good change. So, you know, that's why I started like reading it. Well, listening to the books and things like that, just to switch something up. Cause everything is the same right now and I don't like it. And I just like sometimes to have some good unexpectancy, but mm-hmm. expectancy for the unexpected is the best way that I can put it. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, my fragrance collection is still growing. That was my hobby that I picked up in the um, in the pandemic. Uh, I wanted to buy one a week, and it's still growing. Got some faves here and there, you know. So if y'all see me, y'all should smell me also. Um. <laughs> so just to be clear, uh, people that follow Pretty Nikki, uh, if you are a subscriber or a part of the tribe, that doesn't uh, mean that you could just walk up to her and smell her. Uh, oh, please don't. Please don't. I don't. I don't like weird stuff. Hey. I, you know? Can we honestly? Can we talk about something? When so, you got groupies, you got no. Groupies. Well, no. I don't. I, I might. Who knows? At this point, it's unclear. But I will say, talking to you and hearing like you kind of want to lay a foundation of like boundaries with work, it makes me feel the same way but I'm not quite there yet like I don't know what that looks like for me because work is different for me um but I will say that like one thing that I've learned being in the position that it sounds so weird to say that but like on the platform that I have or whatever you want to call it (laughs) it's so weird to say that (laughs) but like people really don't have boundaries for things like So constantly, all the time, people will be asking me for things. And I don't want to sound ungrateful for what I've been given or that I don't want to be helpful to people. But I also feel like everybody is not my assignment. And sometimes trying to help people can be a distraction from even if it's doing nothing. Like sometimes it's okay to do nothing instead of filling your time with things to do. But if I get like a DM or an email or a, a text from an unsaved number, like, can you do X, Y, and Z? Or can you give me advice on X, Y, and Z? It's like, y'all, do y'all realize I'm a person? Like, for real, like a human being. And like, just because you have a need does not mean that I necessarily want to meet it. And I know that I don't want to sound rude when I say that. And I hope it doesn't come off as rude. It probably did because I'm, I'm kind of annoyed a little bit by it. Cause it's, it's, it's like across the board. It's not just like one or two people it's a lot of people and especially like a lot of people that I don't know. So mm. I, I need to find boundaries with access. If that makes sense, like that portion of my work life balance. Cause I don't want to just ignore people because I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for people, if that makes sense. At the same time, no, that doesn't mean that I'm just like this little puppet waiting on one of y'all to move my arm. Then somebody else move my leg. Like, no, like I, I have a whole life outside of filming videos and taking pictures that is, you know, a thing. So I don't know. I, I don't know what balance for that looks like, but I just be getting emails and stuff like, girl, I don't know, but I can't say that. Cause... Wait, is it, is it, I mean, you could answer if it's fair to answer, but mm-hmm. is it people asking you to like help them with their, journey of becoming you 
<laughs> or, yeah. or something like that. I, yeah. It's anything like it's not just that. It's anything across the board. Like I love I love. Let me start out by saying I love my subscribers. I love the people that aren't subscribed that watch my stuff. And and also on Instagram whether you follow or you don't follow, but it cracks me up when I put in the caption this shoe called Good Time Shoe. Let's just say I don't know what it's really called, but just say the good shoe or the good time shoe from Shoe Dazzle. Check it out on their website. Somebody in the comments. What's the name of the shoe? Y'all, <laughs> come on, fam. Like, it's it's right there. But then I also feel like when it comes to me helping people that, as you put it, want to become me, like, I'm not saying that because I didn't necessarily have anybody to be like, you know, this is how you do X, Y, and Z. Like, I, I, I Google stuff. I mm. did, you know what I'm saying? Like, I... And I don't mean to be rude when I say that, but it's like, that's what I did. And I also feel like if you hand everything to people, they're not going to work for it. Mm. And it's like, I've had plenty of people that I'll go ahead and say, wasted my time. Cause I don't know how else to put it, but the people that I thought that were going to be serious about something wasted my time. I gave them, you know, pointers, tips. I looked over photos. I looked over, um, I, I looked at videos before they posted it, like took time out of my schedule to help them that once they realized how much work went into it, they weren't interested no more. They weren't doing it. And so my thing is, it's like, I'm very like protective over my energy and my time now, because it's like the time that I spent looking over your stuff, helping you with your thing I could have been helping myself, even if it's helping myself to a nap because I need one. But mm. I took time out of my day to help you out. But you didn't continue on because all people see is a result. They just see a picture. They just see a video. They don't see what goes into it. So they think, oh, that's easy. I could do that. She doesn't. Did y'all hear that? I don't know what my neighbor doing upstairs. Mm. Um, but it's like it, it seems so easy and it's not that it's rocket science, but it is a lot of work that goes into one video, one photo, one brand partnership that people don't realize. And mm. I just say to take time out of my day to tell you what to do for free, mind you, mm. and then you don't you don't do nothing with it. That's I, in my Carisha voice. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what the the balance is of that, honestly, because I can imagine for someone like you, to your point, you put in you know, however many, at this point, years <laughs> of, yeah. of work, research, building, um, trying things, creating things, you know, mm -hmm. getting outside of your, you know, usual things. Um, like, in my mind, I, just, I was thinking about um, Insecure coming back. And yes, mm -hmm. we're going to be covering every episode. Every single one. We're going to bring that back. <laughs> yes. But um, I remember when you first were like, I think I want to do something different on YouTube. And you were like, I want to, you know, talk about insecure and do this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. um, I think I don't, I don't even, I can't even give you a, a word of advice on that. Cause I mean, I'm not there, but I just think for you, I can only imagine how hard it is to being someone that is very prideful and hates asking other people for stuff. <laughs> I would, let, let's, let's just, hypothetically speaking i wanted to start my own youtube channel and i was like i knew that you had your success or whatever like mm -hmm. that i would want to ask you but i would know that 
I'm like, damn, I, you know what? If I ask her, she probably has mad people asking her, let me try to see what I can figure out on my own. Yeah. And then if, if I do something or I create something or try something and it doesn't really pan out or I'm continuously running into this wall, I might come to you and be like, hey, Nikki, I tried creating my own page. I had XYZ video. I posted this, that, and the third. Tell me what you think or like what I could have done different. And I think that's a little bit easier because I'm sure like, I think you're a type of person that will help anybody that asks, right? In the I'm sense of like, yeah. if they come in, in, a, in a genuine way. Like, no, I'm not yeah. saying like anybody could just ask you and be like, uh, <laughs> but yeah. if they come to you in a genuine way, it's like, hey, can you really help me, blah, blah. And you have some relationship with them. And it's like, all right, yeah, of course I'll help you. But I think for you, it's like people come to you. It's a lot easier if someone comes to you and they've at least tried or they've done certain things or they have something to show for it because then it's like, all right, I see what you've done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot easier for you to, you could be like, you could pinpoint certain things or be like, yeah, Hey, yeah. I watched your video. You, you should do this X, Y, Z. Yes. As opposed to somebody just saying, show me how to do it. And yep. they, they, there's nothing there. It's just like, you want me to create the content for you? <laughs> like, like that's what I'm getting. Like, I don't want to. I ho- I really hope I'm not coming off as rude. Like, I, that's not my intention. That's not my spirit behind it. I think the spirit behind it, honestly, is just exhaustion. Like, if I'm being honest, I'm well overdue for a vacation. I'm well overdue for a break. I'm tired. I'm tired. Like, literally, I am tired. And so, when people come to me, of course, as a nice person, I want to help. And then also being the type of person who wants to see everybody succeed in whatever it is that they're trying to succeed in, like definitely want to help at the same time. It's like, y'all, I, to me, I still haven't like made it yet. I'm still Mm -hmm. trying to get to a certain, not even to a certain level, but I'm just still trying to get. And if y'all taken away from the time where I'm still trying to get, how can I then reach back and help y'all if I ain't got where I'm trying to go yet? And it's like, like you were saying, if people come to me and they're doing something, it's a lot. Me and Davia was just talking about this the other day. There's a lot to do with the do ministry. Mm. Faith is one thing. Doing is a whole other beast. And Yvonne even talks about that in her book because she was talking about how, you know, in her journey to becoming who she was, she had a lot of people who did help her along the way. But like, for example, like, let's just say she was moving out to uh, L.A. And at the time she went on Facebook and like looked up different people within the industry who had uh, Nigerian last names, hit them up and was like, hey, my name's Yvonne. I'm coming out your way. I'll be doing this, this and this. And say they were a writer. The person hit her back and was like, hey, you know, I'm a writer for X, Y and Z. Can you send me over some writing samples? We may have an internship or a volunteer opportunity. If she didn't have no writing samples, what you think homeboy would have, would have done, you get what I'm saying? Like she reached out to him knowing that she had done the foundation. So when she was able to send over a writing sample and he was able to send that to somebody else, he's like, oh yeah, we got a spot for you. Like it's volunteering, but at least it can get you in the door. If you coming to me, you ain't got an idea. You ain't got a concept. You ain't got a niche. You ain't got a, you know what I'm saying? Like you ain't got a clue. There's things that you could do to help yourself first before you even come to me. Like I would dare say, again, not trying to be, I say this in love, L-O-V-E y'all, in love. 
I would like to be a last resort to help somebody. Don't come to me first. Mm-hmm. Maybe like fifth. <laughs> One, two, three, four, fifth. Fifth. That that <laughs> come come then. And it's, and it's not because I think I'm too good to help. It's not because I think I'm all that. Y'all, I'm tired. I'm literally tired. Like, and and I'm not gonna be that great of a help to you. I can't I can't pour from an empty cup. Mm. And if I'm telling you I'm already on E, and you be like, but can you meet me down the street? I'm on E. Do you want me to push the car to get to you? Because that's the only way it's going to get there. So it's like, uh, I just want people to help themselves first. Sometimes you value things a whole lot more when you help yourself to it versus somebody just showing you the ropes because you don't, you don't value it as much. You don't appreciate it as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just have to figure things out. Like, you, you mentioned me doing... Um, wanting to do something a little different on, on YouTube. And when I started water to wind down on the channel to this day, that is still my least watched videos on my page. I still, they still up there. So you can go check them out. If you want to help me with a view, I go from one to two views, but nonetheless, I tried it. You know what I'm saying? I realized in trying it, my audience can comes to see fashion for the most part, lifestyle, fashion. They don't come to see me review my favorite show. What do we do? We pivot it. You got to pivot. But people ain't trying. If they first resort is to be like, show me how to do this. What do I do to do this? Like, you got to try. How else are you going to know if it works if you don't try something? But asking somebody how they got to be them or to to lay it out for you, it ain't it ain't it ain't the same. I don't know. I don't even know how we got here, but it ain't the same. <laughs> we got here because we was talking about pretend protecting your mental, protecting oh, your faux show. And yeah. just I mean, I just feel like boundaries is the word of the day. I will say, yeah. like, not without going too personal. I'll say being in Cincinnati, y'all see, y'all hear that deep sigh? Cause that was, that was serious. That's how I feel about this, this subject matter. But being back in Cincinnati versus being in Jersey has also been a transition. Um, so if y'all don't know, I signed a six month lease to, in Cincinnati. I up and left Jersey for literally to me, no apparent reason. There was nothing wrong with where I was. Um, but I guess I was feeling that I need change and, for some reason, I end up here. Um, but I say all that to say, set up boundaries, whether it's with friends, whether it's with families, whether it's with your job, whether it's, um, yeah, Stephen has been telling me about boundaries for weeks, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to like, you know, a, one particular subject matter. And we may get into it one day, not today. I don't feel like talking about it today, but just understand, put put boundaries up and stick by them because some people are habitual boundary steppers, oversteppers. Mm. And as long as you allow them to, they're going to continue to do it. And it's pretty much exchanging your peace for somebody else's. And I, again, I don't care if it's work, family, friends, relationship, in this case, uh, supporters. I, I, like, mm. put your boundary line up, make it bold and thick. And then just stick with it. That's that's my two pieces of advice that I don't follow myself. So. <laughs> and that's don't be, like me. Don't, don't be like me. Don't be like me. No, nah, but it, it's hard. It's hard to um I feel like 
boundaries and I feel like for you, I can see it being exhausting. Um, and it's hard to sometimes like, I'll say for me personally, I, I am a people pleaser. I uh, I don't like to make people upset, especially if I knew that I messed up in the case of being late today. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, of the two of me and Steven, who cares more about that? But <laughs> I do, I do, because because <laughs> Stephen, give me this Ike Turner look. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, between y'all two, I mean, yes, but still, the the wrong was wronged to both of y'all. <laughs> but but I say that to say, uh, joking around, but I say that to say, I'm type person. If I knowingly know I did something wrong to somebody, I had to make it right. I got to make it right. So like whatever that is, whatever that looks like, I got to do it. So I say that to say with with boundaries, I feel like it's hard for me to say no to people because mm-hmm. like, if, especially if I care about them or especially if I feel as if I owe them or, you know, I should do that mm-hmm. something for someone because they're yeah. my friend or they're my family or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so I just what I've tried to do is just like either, you know, still respect what, like if I want to do something to help somebody or if it's something like someone asked me to do, I might do it, but I'm going to do it in respect to what I got going on. And I'm not necessarily going to push you off because I just feel like it. I'm going to be like, you know what? I may, I have some free time whenever that is Mm -hmm. do it then. Or, I'll help you out, but can you do this before we get down this road? Mm-hmm. Um, so at least it's, you know, it's not just me or someone waiting on me to do the heavy lifting for them. And yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm helping them. But uh, you spoke about boundaries and I wanted to ask you something in relation to that, but on a different note. Okay. So, and we discussed this, you know, somewhat already, Okay. <laughs> but what you, you talk about boundaries and I don't know if this was one of the things you didn't want to talk about today. So my bad. <laughs> if that, if, if that is the case, but Stephen, get what, ready with your scissors, cut this out. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> what about, um, you talk about boundaries, obviously from subscribers and, and people, you know, and stuff like that, reaching out. But what about people, um, to your point, maybe not let's say habitual line uh blind steppers, uh, habitual <laughs> uh boundary crossers that may have disappeared for some time mm-hmm. and phew, reappear and all oh. of a sudden, you know, <laughs> you you like in the time they last appeared, you may have had boundaries. <laughs> Yeah. But since then, or sorry, the last time they appeared, you may have had a different set of boundaries, but then they, you know, appear however long after, and you have a new set of boundaries that, to their credit, they may not know, but, yeah. you know, you don't want to necessarily be rude in some ways, but you also want to be... Have you met me? <laughs> you want to keep to your boundaries that you've set. How does... Yeah a conversation like that go, especially if it's someone that genuinely may not know. Mm. Did this happen to you personally? Is this why we setting this up? Oh, uh, kind of. I mean, I, I okay. kind of, I, I kind of <laughs> stretched it to, to make it work, but in some Same. ways, in some ways, yes, it did happen to me. 
say but, say you want me to ask you about this without saying you want me to ask you about this. No, well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the only the only way I asked of is if if I experienced it or if I seen it or if I I've encountered it from someone else. Okay, but so if you call this referring... call this dear Abby, but okay, for, if... but for black folk, <laughs> dear, uh, dear Abisha, um, <laughs> if you are referring to like a like an old fling type of thing? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, not exactly, actually, in this case. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are not talking about the romance. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm really thrown off. I thought you were talking about that uh, screenshot that I sent you when somebody popped back in. And, uh, uh, see, that there's relation there. That could relate to that, too. But I was talking more, more so of, of, of friendships. That. Oh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So, me personally, have I dealt with that? Yes. Uh, and I think it's just like a it's a good space to be in to be honest with people of who you used to be is not who you currently are. So the them or so the you that they knew back then is not who they're dealing with in the current. But at the same time, if the friendship is worth salvaging, then by all means, like, have the conversation and things like that. But at the same time, like, you know, keep your head on the swivel. Because sometimes, like Dr. Maya Angelou said, when when people show you who they are, believe them. So... (laughs) Not in her voice. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes people, you know, people are going to be who they are. Um... I say for me personally in those type of situations, it's like I take it with a grain of salt because I'm not the same person that I used to be. So I can't hold them to a regard of, you know, being who they were previously. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you if, if you fool me once, shame shame on. I don't know who shame on. But long story short, <laughs> you ain't going to play me more than once. <laughs> you know, I ain't good with sayings and remembering words and things. But long story short, you ain't going to play me more than once. That's That's what I'm getting at. But. So, so Aaron, have hmm. you ever dealt with a situation like this? Uh, in in progress. <laughs> At currently. <pretty> <laughs> currently on currently. this episode. <laughs> um, um, the, the episode of my life, my life, my life, my life, all the sunshine. <laughs> you must be no. <laughs> So it's funny that you say that because I did see something and I forget if I saw it when I was reading the article or or it was in a movie because, you know, I watched a lot of movies with my mom last two mm-hmm. weeks. Um, in relation to that, good quote from William Shakespeare. Oh. Love all, trust a few, do wrong to none. Okay, Bill. So, <laughs> so I think, so for me, yes, I've been dealing with a situation similar to this. But I just think it it's like there's there's two parts of me. Mm-hmm. And I don't wanna necessarily do like, you know, the, the good side and the bad side, but there's two parts of me. The the good part of me is saying forgive and mm-hmm. to you know forget let, let that person back. Mm-hmm per se, or, or to, you know, bygones be bygones. There's, there's bigger fish to fry in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's time to, to move on. It's time to be strong. 
Don't stop now, straight to the top now. I'm guessing like, this is a song because you know I don't know lyrics. So. <laughs> yes, this is I Need a Girl Part 2. Um, ah, okay. <laughs> and clearly you do. <laughs> but no, all seriousness, it, part of me is just saying like to move on, like what, what's in the past in the past, like there was a conversation had, you got mm-hmm. everything out that you needed to, you feel like you've kind of had your peace with everything. Before I even had a conversation, I had peace with it in some ways, but I felt like I came to more of a peace since okay. I've had the conversation. But there's also a part of me that's like just very skeptical and very much um, apprehensive to the idea of like being friendly in the same capacity with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, because with, you know, you guys know me, like I'm very... When I get comfortable with people, I'm an overshare. I, I do everything that they say not to do um, when when you're with folks. It's like I overshare. I tell all my business. I'm comfortable. Um, <laughs> like it, it's all out there. Like it <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like what it is. Like if we peoples, you gonna know about me in every way, even if you ain't ask. Um, yeah. And it's hard for me to kind of turn that off. Like. I like to be, being that we share some of the same friends and all that, it's hard for me to be one way around them and um, around other people mm-hmm. and act, or around that person and act differently, especially if we all in the same uh, same function or whatever, which may happen at times. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's like, I just hate the, I hate that feeling that I have to hold back something. So part of me is like, from the conversation we had where it left off, it was like, all right, do we speak on it? Like, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, was, I pretty much left it as we're going to work it out. We're going to, you know, we're going to, I'll, I'll let you know when I'm good. Like I'll reach out. But part mm-hmm. of me is like, yo, I don't really want to reach out because I don't think I'll ever get to that comfortable spot. But, but then, so, I mean, can I ask a question? Yeah. What's so wrong with not reaching out, but at the same time, not having beef? I don't know, but part of me feels like it's wrong, and I just don't know what that is. And is that the people pleasing part of you? It probably is. I probably I probably diagnosed, and you probably just <laughs> wrote the prescription <laughs> just now. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like you can you cannot have relationships with people and not have beef. Like everybody ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like when I well, yeah. let me just say this. Maybe I'm. I may not be the right person. <laughs> I may not be the right person to speak on this. Just because my cutoff game be real strong. And if I just feel like you are not somebody who needs to be a part of my future, no no beef, no, you know what I'm saying, no ill will. I don't wish no harm on you. Literally, I don't have any feelings towards you at all. But as I said earlier, I have to be more protective about me. So yeah. you have to protect you. And this person in particular has shown their true colors on several <laughs> occasions. So with that being said, it's like, how many more times you going to let the same person play you before you realize maybe that's not the type of person I need around me. And even if this individual has changed, which they could have, their past decisions has pretty much written a check that they couldn't afford already. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? They cannot, they can't expect friendship with you simply because they apologize. That's not how this works. 
Mm. You can you can apologize to you blue in the face, but that doesn't mean that you get the same access to me that you once had. Mm. Because when you had the access to me, you abused it. So why do I owe you the opportunity to abuse me again? Mm. Not I said I. Mm. And it's not like I'm just saying like it's not it's it's not a bad thing. Aaron, everybody ain't gotta like you. You don't have to like everybody. It's it's literally okay. Like it it you good bread, trust me, regardless. And I feel like there are enough people, and especially in this situation, you have enough people who surround you, who love, appreciate, and value you just for who you are, who would not intentionally or unintentionally hurt you in the way that this person does. You don't need it. Your roster already got all-stars. Why would you put in a sub? Like, I, it doesn't make sense. Mm. You got too many people in your circle that root for you, cheer for you, correct you when you need correcting. You know what I'm saying? Like that are genuine to you. Why bother? Why bother? I mean, and again, like I said, if I'm speaking out of turn, God forgive me, Aaron forgive me. I'm just saying, me personally, how I view the situation in this with this individual is that you it, they're not a they're not a necessity. So why 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 create a spot for that person if they truly have showed you they don't deserve it mm. so let me start by saying <laughs> that 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 today's sermon <laughs> <laughs> has been shared <laughs> Pastor Ruffin. I'm just saying, as somebody who has dealt with people on different levels, that I have come to find out normally when I have cut somebody off, I rarely, no, not even rarely, I've never regretted it. Ever. I ain't never once been like, dang, I should still be friends with so-and-so, even though they played me countless times. No, that's never happened. No. So... I agree with you 100%. I don't think anything you said was off in any way. <laughs> you, you didn't you didn't offend me in any way. Uh, I think the part of the reason for me is, to your point, um, I, I, I've said it. I am a people pleaser. But to that extent, I'm not. So when it comes to cutting people off or not speaking or not having certain relationships in my life, Mm-hmm. It's different for me when it's like, all right, I had, you know, let's say a, a passing relationship with somebody, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, romantically, mm-hmm. friendship, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things happen and, you know, we don't speak anymore, whatever the case is. It's easier for me to get over those situations because in my mind, nothing's lost. I haven't invested you know, enough time or enough of myself in a situation where it's like, I'm a, you know, I'm not at the crib, like, dang, I should still be friends with that person or I should still mm-hmm. be talking to this person. Um, and and to, to be clear, I only feel this way about that one person. Mm-hmm. They're like, I, I've not spoken to other people that we, we both know mm-hmm. <laughs> around the same time frame as well. Um, yeah. And I haven't felt bad for anything. I haven't been like, dang, you know what? Like, obviously, moments of weakness because, you know, mm-hmm. I is a man. But, <laughs> um, and I'm only human. But 
in this case, it's the only person I've I've felt this way. And I think it's more so because of the magnitude of our friendship or relationship. Because if if it was somebody that, you know, wasn't that serious or wasn't that deep or they weren't that close to me, I guess mm-hmm. I feel different. But because I felt that with somebody, it's like hard for me. Like, granted, there'll be I'll go stretches where I don't think about it. But because mm-hmm. you know things have transpired most recently, it's caused me to think about a little bit more. I wouldn't say I think about it every day, but you know, it does pop in my head from time to time. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why I feel more so the way I do. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. Like, do, ask me if I reached out to him in in these moments. No, nah, mm-hmm. of course not. And I, I haven't felt the desire to. I haven't been like, oh, I need to speak to this person. I need to talk to this person. Um, but it's something I think because I feel it's just, it's just natural for me to feel that way. And I don't necessarily want to turn off that part of me because mm-hmm. <laughs> my mom said something to me actually today. And honestly, I, I promise you, I did not plan this to interside with mm-hmm. my mother's conversation, but she was just like, yo, um, something happened in the movie and the, the person is seeing their therapist and, Oh, is, is that never, ever, ever? And you've seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah. When, uh, what's Debbie. her name? Oh, yeah. Debbie is seeing her her um, psychi- psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Um, and Niecy Nash is talking to her. And she's just like, um, she's like, she doesn't understand why she feels the way she feels. And she explains to her, like, listen, like, that's not a bad thing that you feel crazy or you feel this way. That mm-hmm. just means that you're human. And that you feel things like you have, like you just feel things heavy. And my mom's like, that's you. <laughs> and I was like, you trying to call me sensitive? <laughs> and she's like, yup. As you be sensitive, you try to call me <laughs> So part, and like, I don't ever want to turn that part of me because that, I feel like that's part of just me. Like I think about everything and yes, like I could be overthinker, but mm-hmm. I think about other people's feelings before I do stuff. For the most part, like there, there's obviously lapse of judgment here and there and things that happen. But for the most part, I, I try to act in a way of if I'm doing something in relation to other people, I try to think about how these people will take what happens or, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that everyone is, is good. So yeah. I don't ever want that to turn off per se. I'm not saying how I'm feeling is wrong. It's mm-hmm. just that, you know, I know... <laughs> In my mind, I needed you to say that because mm-hmm. it's just more reassuring. But I do have my bouts when it's me in the four walls. And yeah. I'm just like, you know, going through a Rolodex of, of my life in the past couple of years. And I'm like, yeah. there, there were certain moments in time where I envisioned this person being there in certain situations and they were not. So, so it just I- kind of was like... Can I ask you a question? Couple, it's a couple, so it's gonna be some follow ups. Uh, Y'all, this is the first episode back, so we're gonna go over an hour. It's it's, it's the extendo, okay? Uh, It's the extendo clip. Ow, ow. Um, Okay, without going into too many specifics, why is this friendship important to you right now? Not you in the past, Mm. today. Why would this? Why would this friendship be important to you? Mm. in your life in your future in your value why is it important i mean to be honest the only reason why there's importance there is more of the 
for for what it was for how it was in the past. It's not necessarily like to be if we're gonna be honest here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I doubt that it will do anything to change my life currently. Okay, so I, basically, what you saying? Because I I don't want to I don't want to miss this. So what you saying is because it was a good friendship at one point you're hesitant to get rid of it as a whole correct okay two things <laughs> all right guys get ready um cuz this is okay and and not to like make it way too deep but you do realize that like there were people who were enslaved who didn't see anything wrong with it because they didn't know any different, right? Just mm. go with me here. You're talking about Harriet Tubman. I could have freed the slaves. Like actual, no, slaves. like actual slaves. Like some people. Yeah, yeah the, the Harriet Tubman quote. Right. Um, with that being said, it's like, was it really a good friendship? Is what I'm saying. Like you, if you think about it, because here, here's my thing. You cannot only talk about. You cannot only think back to the good things because if that was the case, y'all would have been friends the whole time, correct? Mm. Obviously, there were things that happened within this friendship that, I mean, obviously, I know about that the public don't need to know about. But if I think about that, it's like you take all of that and you put it to the side and you only rest on the laurels of the good moments. But what ended the friendship were like repeated offenses that were not good. So it's like, of course, you can look at it and be like, oh, it was a good friendship when it was, but was it? Some people didn't know that, they they didn't know that there was a problem with being a slave because they were, that that was all they knew. That was what they were in. And it didn't seem that bad because they didn't know anything else to compare it to. But think about your other friendships that have continued all this time. And again, this is not my campaign to get you to not be this person's friend. I honestly don't care that much. I I'm mean, just... it's not, it sounds like you're running for the whole <laughs> the whole president of the joint. <laughs> but no, but I'm just saying from a because and it's because I care about you. Like honestly, no, that's oh, what it oh, comes no. down I say to. that I say that in jest. Yeah, like it's because I I know how you are, and I know that you just want to love the world for some reason um it's not a bad thing it's not but like in this situation i just feel like you are resting on like history but only the good part of history not the part where you just be like oh man i remember when you did that then you did that then you did that again and now you want to be my friend but because it was so good before you did all the things we was cool no like it just doesn't it doesn't work like that like you can't rest on the laurels of good good times and just forget everything else like i don't know maybe that's me if i sound bitter that's fine but like i said my cutoff game is real for a reason and it could be because i don't like getting hurt i mean nobody likes getting hurt but i i especially do not like getting hurt so a lot of times if i see where hurt is gonna come from i chop it off but also um what else was I going to say? Also, I I feel like, and I could be out of turn when I say this, I feel like because y'all had such a lengthy friendship and it was like, you know, y'all were really, really close at one point. I also feel like, like, longevity doesn't mean success, if mm. that makes sense. 
Yeah. Like just because you've known somebody for a long time doesn't mean that it was like they were good to you for a long time or just I mean, and not just in this situation, like people, you could say that with a job, like somebody be like, oh, I've been on my job for 15 years. But have you been happy for 15 years or somebody be like, I've been married for for, for 20 years. But has it have y'all been toxic the whole time in 20 years? Like, so even if y'all had a lengthy friendship and it was what it was like, that doesn't mean that you just automatically owe this person access to you because they apologize for the several times that they slipped up. I, I don't know. Go be, go be his friend for all I care. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, we good. It, it, I think it's, I think it's a good dialogue. I mean, granted, yes, this is, this is about me and keep your heart. Three the, steps. Secret, the secret of this podcast with, Y'all don't know is this is therapy <laughs> for for me without having to pay the fee. <laughs> well, I was gonna say maybe you might need to just go ahead and check in somebody's mm-hmm. office because I ain't registered, I ain't trained or nothing. But I know there's somebody out there that can actually help you. Like you know, what I'm no, but for yeah. real, like because people pleasing is something that you're gonna have to deal with in order to move through it. Like, and it's something that I dealt with, with my therapist that I had back in Jersey. I need a new therapist right now because child. All the therapists listening. Please. We got business for you. (laughs) I'm going to put you on the retainer, child. Um, But no, sis, I think that's something that I, one, I'm, I'm proud that you are self-aware enough to know that, that, you know, it's not like you're in denial about that. But knowing that about you, is that something that you want? Do you like that about yourself? Or is it something that you would like to work through to to change? So to be honest, I don't think it has gotten me into too many bad situations. I mean, let's just say let's just say it hasn't bit me in the butt yet. And that's not to say it won't or won't or will. Um, it just, as of right now, I feel like I haven't, there, there's a certain line that I've toted with that, mm-hmm. uh, but I also say, um, when it comes to, it's not, it's, it's different when it comes to, again, certain people, people pleasing and stuff like that, but it's not always like, yes, it's fear of disappointment It's fear of um hurting someone it's all these things and again i again didn't set this up but had another conversation (laughs) with mom and we talked about it yesterday and i told like we joke around about it but like it wasn't ever and you know you know anybody you know children's services don't if you're listening i'm good you know (laughs) uh, (laughs) my mom like obviously you know you get you get beat or you get punished whatever um that was never my fear. My fear was always, my mom used to say, like, it wasn't ever, like, that pain was different and mm-hmm. it didn't okay. ever correlate to the pain of my mom being like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, God, like, I just fall apart there, like, oh, God, she disappointed. Well, I, how I got to fix this? Like, she's not even mad. She's not even going to beat me. She just told me some cold words <laughs> and I'm sitting here in my in this coldness like damn what I gotta do and like you know that was the different type of of fear or hurt for me so like 
when I think about people pleasing and like how I am, I I try to it's not necessarily fear of, you know, people being like disapproving of me. It's more mm-hmm. it's either one, I if it's something that I should have done and I did something wrong and you know, I disappointed somebody or upset somebody. And then it's also two, if if it's me like like if I'm disagreeing with somebody or I'm making somebody upset about how I feel or or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and it's me being blind or not open to an experience or their feelings or what they're going through, that's always like another fear of mine. It's like maybe mm-hmm. I have it wrong, maybe you know that's not necessarily like oh I gotta appease them or do something to make them feel better just because mm-hmm. it may be also like why are you you know so closed off from something or like putting up a boundary against something is it because of fear of you growing or you experience mm-hmm. something or you you know trying something new or is it you just trying to appease someone's feelings and make them feel good about themselves and I feel like it's more the latter than uh, this when it comes to people pleasing I don't necessarily do it because I want people to feel better about themselves which in some cases that's the truth yeah. it's more so because in fear of I could be wrong or in fear that I'm not opening myself up or I'm not seeing their point of view or I'm not I'm missing something but and then the, I mean what's what's so horrible about being wrong I, I just don't like to be wrong like <laughs> that's but just what you're gonna be like in life but the, the the goal in my mind is, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm just saying how I think about stuff is that when I look at something, it's like, I'm going to do everything possibly in my control to to do the right thing. And okay. if I'm wrong after everything that I could have possibly done, so be it. I'm not going to necessarily come to grips with it perfectly, mm-hmm. but if that's the case, you know, I could bow out gracefully, but in my mind, if I'm wrong and I didn't necessarily do everything in my possible mind to control the situation or to make things right, then I'm gonna be upset because I'm like, damn, I should have, I should have known, I should have been. But you right. know, you you don't really have control over that, right? Like, not in my mind. <laughs> Y'all can see him shaking his head, no, right? <laughs> I, I can control it somehow. I got mind control over Debo. No, that's Aaron. That's literally not how life works. Like you, you realize there's no like cheat code to not offending anyone to not like you could do everything right. And somebody could still find something wrong with it. And to me, that's putting yourself in a place of bondage because you are only as free as the capacity of what they think of you Mm. does that make sense yes no like yes it's like you're you're uh it's almost like you're trapped in trying to please people but what does that do to you like when you go like you said when you get in get behind those four walls what are you left with when you give that much of yourself to other people Mm. you again Uh. Like I said earlier, you don't owe people this. I And I get it. If you're wired a certain way, everybody's wired different. I don't understand half the stuff that I do. I don't get it. Like, and I'm me. So I, I, I get where you're coming from. I'm just saying like, free yourself of that. Because again, you can have 
the most honest of intentions and still offend somebody or still accidentally wrong somebody unintentionally like you don't you know what i'm saying like e even if you're trying to do the right thing you don't have control basically i say all that say you ain't got control over it like you you ain't got the answers sway literally like you know bringing it back to the situation that we were referring to like even just being this person's friend again and whatever that looks like if still deep 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 down inside which i know if i know you which i do there's still gonna be that hurt that little sting inside so you're never gonna be the same friend to him that you were before because deep down you just waiting on it to happen again but the people please inside of you is like but he but he apologized and when you apologize you accept people and we had such really good times back in the day, but at the same time, it's still going to be a fragmented friendship. Mm. It's like if a broke, you know, like if you break a bone, it's not really ever going to be the same bone again because it's been broken. Like, it's kind of like that. It still will work, but it's been broken at one point. But I, again, you don't have any control over people's offenses and, and, and likes and dislikes you have to release yourself of that because that's not even on somebody else. That's on you. Like, you're doing that to yourself, literally. <laughs> like, yeah. I because, yeah, I mean, I, I yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this conversation is going to be really good on the live. Uh, so whatever, whenever we release this the following Monday, it's going to be live. But I would mm -hmm. love to hear people's input on this if they are people pleasers um i think i am to an extent but i also have done a lot of grunt work to of, of saying no to certain i think i people please certain people but as a whole i've gotten better about it because i'm just like i don't care like this is the only life that i get this is the only chance i get to live this life and i'm gonna do right by me because at the end of the day like you said when i get behind these four walls that's who i have to deal with is me yeah. Not everybody's opinions, not everybody's offenses, not everybody's personalities, not everybody's nothing. It's just me. So I'm going to be good to me so I can sleep well at night and not be worrying about, oh, I wonder if they like me. Hmm. No, as long as I like me, I'm good. Yeah. I, um, I don't feel that that keeps me up at night, per se, that people don't like me. I just think it's more of a... I like to be good with everybody, and, I, and granted that they may be that might sound like the same thing, but in my <laughs> in my mind, it's more of like I'm not necessarily looking for people to like have this adoration for me. I'm just looking to have people not say bad things about me. I, I, again, like I know it sounds the same. So but do it's, you want people good with you to check a box to make you feel better about you? Or is it genuine? It's because genuine. the way that just said sound sound like, let me check this box. They're good with me. Versus really want to be good with folk. No, it's not it's not that. I just it, it goes back to it's it's a genuine thing because I, I don't ever like I've never wanted to have on I, I never want to left I, I don't want to leave anything unsaid. Or, mm -hmm. or ever just in, in a gray area. And like for some people, 
it's easy for them to just walk away from a situation and it could be left in a gray area and they won't think twice about it. Mm-hmm. For me, I need to know where we stand, whether it's good or bad. I can mm-hmm. handle I can handle both, um, but I rather know that this is what it is. And I think maybe maybe people pleasing, like I definitely think that's part of me, like who mm-hmm. I am. I don't, I don't want to say in that specific situation, it necessarily stands in the same light. I think yeah. it's more so in this situation. I just want to, I feel like even though we are, we have spoken and we've talked about different things in my mind, it's still a gray area in my head. And I feel like I can't, like some people could have this, like leave the situation the way it is mm-hmm. and go about their life and be fine. I think it's more for me that I need to have more of a definitive, sorry, definitive stance Mm -hmm. on it. So I think that regardless, like, I think a part of me, the reason why I was leaning in the other direction, as far as like, I need things to be good. I want to, you know, make amends. I want like to them to Mm -hmm. like, we all be good is because obviously part of me wants that to be the case, but the alternative is something where I'm just like, well, it's either going to be one or the other. And because of this history, I can't imagine it really being the other because for, you know, to keep it a buck from the time that whatever situation that caused the rift happened till now, it's been a big gray area essentially. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think what has kept me, you know, restless in some ways, uh, just as far as the situation is concerned, is because there's no definitive, you know, left or right. And I think once, you know, this conversation was was something I needed to hear and it's something that kind of made sense in my mind and like the correlation. But mm-hmm. until I'm one way or the other, I'm never going to be necessarily like settled on in, in the sense. situation. So like, I think that's why like with people, I wouldn't necessarily say like I I bend my you know bend over backwards to please people and to make sure you know we're good or whatever the case is. It's just more of I don't I don't want anyone to ever say like you know I I don't want to wrong people. I just want to make sure that if it's something that I did that was wrong or something that I could avoid or something that I could change or whatever the case is that I could like I did everything in my power to do it if I really wanted to. That there's no no gray area with anybody. Like someone could, everybody could say what they want about me, but there's never like a, you know, oh, like this is like, whatever. There's never anything unsettled. I I am settled with everybody, and that's all I want. That's fair. I mean, I and I get that. Like, like I said, I'm I'm not out here trying to get you to just cut (laughs) off folks left and right like a like a samurai, Um, but. I definitely think you have a lot more thinking to do on this. Um, pray about it. Talk to a real therapist, not me. Um, but oh, you can go ahead and cash at me. You can go ahead and cash at me real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For my time. <laughs> um, no, I'm just playing. But I, I think that this will lead into a really good discussion with our audience because there are plenty of people I think that struggle and deal with people pleasing and what that looks like. And as well as like friendship dynamics, that's a big one. We've talked about it before, but I think, you know, 
it's 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 a new it's a new time it's a new season it's a new us uh so i think the conversation will be like Liddy in the city for real and maybe they can give you way more better guidance on the other side of like not being so harsh like i am where i'm just like cut him off forget about him but maybe they can soften up their approach so yeah i'm really looking forward to the conversation about this oh yeah with everybody as well as everything else that we talked about we've talked about a lot of subjects in an hour and 27 minutes so yeah i'm 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 excited about the conversation no i think it'll be a good conversation too and uh-huh. for everybody listening please be sure to come with your questions come with your yes. conversations um yes. This was, you know, obviously we went down a couple of different roads Mm -hmm. and we spoke specifically on some things that we've talked about in the past, of course, but in different ways. Um, But look at this more as like, you know, it's been a while since we've been gone. So we had a lot of catching up to do. So appreciate y'all if you listen to this far for tuning in because this was the extendo clip. Um, We look forward to diving into different things throughout the year. You know, this is changing phases, and yeah. as the phases change, we change. So we just trying to stay on point and stay on par with what the podcast is supposed to be all about. But appreciate yeah. y'all for tuning in. Looking forward to y'all on the live. Mm-hmm. Y'all be safe out here in these streets. Live your best life. Flourish and prosper out here. And I will say, hold on, before we get up out of here, just to see who really be rocking with us. When we go on the live, if you have listened this whole time, when we go on the live, I want you, what should we, what's, what's something that we can have them put in the, in the live, like in the comments? Um, mm. cause I just want to know who really be rocking with us like that. Like, I'm just trying to see something cause it, it may or may not have a reward for you. It. You got to, you got to put one of your promo codes for, uh, <laughs> <laughs> For for one year's, year's partnerships. <laughs> so wait, so is this technically us starting season three? Yes, sir. Okay, so hit us with a CP3. Whoever is the first person mm-hmm. in the live to hit us with a CP3, you're going to get something special. Oh, oh, oh. And, so if and you, it ain't if from you me, child. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't so from if me. You, if you stuck around this long. Hit, a, hit the first person in the live to hit a CP3. That's all I'm going to say. Hashtag CP3. Hashtag CP3. <laughs> and we out this mother mother. Yes, sir. Steven, that's you.